All right. So I want to talk to you about secularism and its influence and the position from which we want to come in in this discussion is basically thinking of secularism as a tool of the fourth kingdom to subdue the saints. Now, let's give you some context or explanation. What do we mean by the fourth kingdom? The fourth kingdom comes from Daniel chapter 2 and Daniel chapter 7. And the fourth kingdom in Daniel chapter 2 is the kingdom that was described in Nebuchadnezzar's dream as being made of iron and clay. The feet was made of iron and clay. And it was the last kingdom um, that is going to be on the earth that is under the second, I'm sorry, under the first Adam. Okay? The fifth kingdom is begins the rule of the second Adam, which is Jesus and all those who are born again, which includes us. All right, but let's go to the fourth kingdom. Now, some of you may be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. The fourth kingdom is Rome. A lot of, sec a lot of um, scholars believe that. I'm just going to tell you that they're, they're wrong, right? Some of you will say the fourth kingdom, if you're saying the fourth kingdom and the beast, the first beast that comes out of the water in Revelation 13, that doesn't happen until the rapture or after the rapture. It's part of the tribulation. I'm just going to have to tell you honestly that that's not correct. What makes me think that? Well, I mean, one, I got evidence. What evidence? Well, the, all of the things that it says about these kingdoms, you see right now. Okay, what are some of those things? In Daniel chapter 2, it says that fourth kingdom has feet made with iron and clay, right? You know, as much, and, it, and it, he makes some statements like it, 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 it's strong, but it can't just dominate the way it would like to because it's mixed with clay, right? And the clay and the iron, just how they don't, they don't, they don't, they aren't cohesive. They don't, like the iron doesn't stick to clay. I mean, clay doesn't stick to iron. That's how these kingdoms are going to rule. What is that? That's a duopoly. What do you mean by duopoly? Okay. Our nation is a duopoly. Our government system is, I'm trying to use this word. I don't know if this is the correct word. Duopolistic? <laughs> In other words, right? Let me just say it this way. Give you the example. Um, our nation is run by Democrats and Republicans. We have a two-party nation. It's always going to be two parties. If a third party comes up, it's going to get squashed by the two parties. One party is never going to just dominate. Always two parties. All right? Got that? All right. Our so, and you see this duopoly, not, you know, not only just in government, but even in business. Android and app and um, iOS. Samsung and iPhone. Um, come on, name some others. Um, 
Walmart and Amazon. Uh, what else? BJ's and Costco's. Yeah, you got Sam Club, but Sam Club is like a a a, a far third, right? Um, and NBA, Eastern Conference, Western Conference, global economy, global um political systems, right? You have BRICS, which is China and Russia and South Africa versus. Uh, the U.S. and its allegiances, right? In the EU and so on, right? Um, and we can we can go on. You saw the the first the first sign of the duopoly that we really saw was in 1948-49 when you had the rise of the Soviet Union and communism. And democracy, a pseudo-democracy led by the United States and in NATO. Right? Another sign is this. It says in Daniel 7 and in Revelation 13, it talks about there being 10 kings part of this kingdom. Right? Um... Ten kings. What is that a reference to? That's basically, it's not, see, a lot of people get, don't get caught up in the number. It's the concept. You got to remember, when Daniel and John were writing this, the concept of having, having a government with ten kings, like we have now, uh-uh. It didn't exist. It was just Babylon, king of Babylon, dominated. Right, Roman Empire with its emperor dominated. Right, it, it wasn't like now you have United States is a very strong nation. Russia, China, um, Israel, name some other ones. Um, who name a nuclear power? Uh, Great Britain, Australia, uh, France, Pakistan, even right, and so on. Brazil. <laughs> I skipped Canada. All right, so oh, Canada. <laughs> all right, I shouldn't laugh. But um, but you have all all of them together. They rule together. That's why there's United Nations. You know, Russia's part of the United Nations. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's the concept is that there will be a global government which we have right now that's ruling the earth, and they work together. It means, you know, don't get, don't look at it through the carnal, secular viewpoint. You'll see it like, oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's no, they're, they're working together from a heaven perspective. All right. What's another sign? Another one was in Daniel 7. And I think this is in Revelations 2. I mean, Revelations 13 as well. It says that this kingdom will, you know, trample the world under its feet right which we have right we covered we explored all of the globe we can go to you know we do hikes and vacations almost every point of the globe we go to mount everest we go to antarctica we go to the arctic we go to some random island in the middle of pacific i mean all over right so, all right, so there, there's your signs. 
So that's why I say to the theory that, oh, the fourth kingdom was Rome. No, 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 no. Like, it, it doesn't even make sense. Because, two, it says the fourth kingdom ends with the Messiah's kingdom. It says in, in Romans, and in, in, in not Romans, sorry, in Daniel 7, it clearly says that the fourth kingdom ends with the rise of the fifth kingdom, which is the kingdom of the saints, our kingdom. And so we know it's not a past kingdom. And the question, is it a future kingdom? No, because we can see it. It ain't, ain't come there. It's kind of evident. Look at the signs. It's evident. Okay. Another sign is this, right? At the time it was written, right? All of the, like, if you, if you think about this, all of the kingdoms that it mentions, right? A kingdom is associated with land, right? At the time that, you know that it's not, I'm, what I'm trying to say is this. What I'm trying to say is this. You know it's not a new kingdom coming because there's no new land to take, to establish. Any new kingdom that's coming is has to replace an existing one. Right? And the question is going to be like, is another system coming to replace the one that's here? And I think I would say no because you already, because you have Israel already established. Right. And so what's the next thing that happens once it says Israel comes back as a nation? Now, the next thing to happen to take over is for Messiah to take Israel, not somebody else. Anyway, I'm done with this lesson. I mean, this session, we have to come back tomorrow. And we're going to finish our discussion with secularism, with the fourth kingdom as the as the as the means of warfare. All right, let me say that different. I said that wrong. It says secularism is the means of warfare of the fourth kingdom. Kingdom. Be out. I mean, peace. Now I'm rushing to end this thing. Bye.